I'm Rev. Shannon Moore, and you're listening to the Simple Worship Podcast, recorded each week at University Christian Church in Fort Worth, Texas. Every Sunday at 9.30 a.m., we gather in the Chapel of the Good Shepherd to sing, take communion, and worship. If you'd like to join us, in person or virtually, please visit our website, universitychristian.org, for more details. looking again. We're still in the Gospel of Matthew. It has been quite a journey through the Gospel of Matthew. Uh, We have been for several weeks talking about this last week of Jesus' life where he ends up in Jerusalem and uh, there's a lot of excitement among the Jewish people, some of whom think that this might be the Messiah that we've been waiting for. And it's also caused a lot of angst among the religious leaders because Jesus is going to the temple. He's teaching in the temple without permission. And so these religious leaders give him a series of tests. Uh, They question his authority. They ask him questions about the resurrection, whether uh, that is a valid theological idea or not. They ask him questions about the law. All of this is to incriminate Jesus, to undermine his authority, to undermine his popularity, and basically undermine his validity, that they, if they can catch him, if they can get him to say something that the people won't like, then they can trip him up and shame him sort of into submission, get him out of the temple, stop him from teaching, and get him out of town. That's what they really they just want Jesus to go away. That is, their, that is their goal. And so because of that, in the scripture reading we're going to hear today, Two opposing groups come together um, to get Jesus tripped up and out of town. Uh, The Pharisees, that's one that we've talked quite a bit about, religious leaders in the Jewish community, known to be very um, super traditional, um, almost feeling superior to the folks that they were leading in religious life. Uh, And at least in word anti-Rome. They, they carried this hope of a time when the Jewish people would once again uh, be a nation, a self-ruling nation instead of under the thumb of Rome. And then we've got a group of folks called the Herodians. Now the Herodians were also Jewish folks, but they were, they supported Herod. And Herod was this sort of puppet government that uh, was set up by the Roman Empire Um, And so those two groups didn't get along because of their ideas about Rome and their governance. But they did agree that they wanted Jesus out of town. So um, as we listen to this scripture reading, listen to how cloying um, they approach Jesus. It's so sweet. It's like my aunt's tea. She puts sugar and saccharin. And it's like a glucose drip, but uh, but mm, it, it's too sweet, and and you can tell there, especially the way Matthew has written this, it's not honest. So this is Matthew chapter twenty-two. We're starting at verse fifteen. The Pharisees went and plotted to entrap Jesus in what he said, so they sent their disciples to him along with the Herodians, saying, "Teacher, we know that you are sincere." And teach the way of God in accordance with truth and show deference to no one. For you do not regard people with partiality. Tell us then, what do you think? 
is it lawful to pay taxes to the emperor or not? But Jesus, aware of their malice, said, Why are you putting me to the test, you hypocrites? Show me the coin used for the tax. They brought him a denarius. Then he said to them, Whose head is this and whose title? They answered, The emperor's. Then he said to them, Give therefore to the emperor the things that are the emperor's, and to God the things that are God's. When they heard this, they were amazed, and they left him and went away. So they left him. <laughs> so Jesus has done it again. Just like every other time he has been tested, questioned, um, he has found a way to trap the trappers and to avoid being trapped himself. Um, but a couple of things to think about. That coin that is mentioned in the scripture reading, the denarius, that was the equivalent of a day's wage. Um, and for most of the Jewish people at the time, a day's wage, that was hard-earned, much-needed money. Um, and they didn't want to have to pay tax. It must have been time for the census tax that I read um, this week, uh, which was a whole day's salary. So if Jesus says, yeah, pay the tax, then the people might get upset. But if he says, nah, don't worry about paying the tax, then he's in trouble with the government. And they can turn him into Rome and get him in all kinds of hot water. The other thing to think about this coin, this denarius, it had an imprint of Caesar on it and an inscription that referred to Caesar as being divine. So an imprint and an inscription about Caesar's divinity. Now, according to the law, graven images are not to be had. You no, make no graven images. And also, there's no other God but God. Nobody else is divine. And so when Jesus asks these religious leaders to see a denarius, they've got one readily available. This sort of blasphemous thing that has both a graven image on it and an inscription calling Caesar divine. And here they are. Jesus sort of implicated them. They've got one of these blasphemous coins in the temple complex. And then Jesus says, give to Caesar, give to the emperor what is his, and give to God what is God's. So at first it seems like that's just a kind of clever way for Jesus to get out of this sticky situation. But as always when Jesus says something, if you think about it, then you think more and more and more. There's so many layers, so many levels, so many ways to approach it. Jesus understood how life works. He taught about the kingdom of God, and he talked about how it is something that is to come. But he also talked about how it's something that is already here, something that is within us. But also, Jesus recognized then, and we recognize now, that we live in a world that has governments and laws and currency and taxes. We're part of that world. And even though we long for the kingdom of God on earth as it is in heaven, with the kingdom within us to be revealed, we live in this sort of competing realm in our everyday lives. We work to earn money. 
that has pictures of dead presidents on it. And it does say, in God we trust, but it's still paper, or these days, just a number that pops up in your account. And we spend money, and we participate in the economy, and we drive on roads that are paid for with tax dollars, and we rely on police officers and first responders that are paid for with tax dollars. If you don't have a car, if you never have to call for emergency service, you still pay taxes for those things. Sometimes the government uses money for taxes or uses tax money for things we don't agree with. You still pay it because we're part of this society. It's, it, you can't completely extra pull yourself out of that society. It's like the girl I went to high school with who never did her homework because she thought the Lord was coming back every day. <laughs> you just, you can't, you can't pull yourself out of the world in which we live. So Jesus was not going to be trapped into making it harder for the Jewish people, the people of his faith community, any harder than it already was by encouraging them not to pay that tax, not to participate in how life works. But then he so brilliantly reminded them and reminds us that there's another side. Well, I was going to say another side to the coin, but that's a bad analogy because uh, both sides of that coin had Caesar on it. There's another way to look at it. This idea of give to God what is God's. Jesus is always quoting the Old Testament. That, the, those Hebrew scriptures are Jesus' Bible. He's well-versed. It's ingrained in his soul, these words of scripture. And so surely he would remember Psalm 24 that says, The earth is the Lord's and all that is in it, the world and those who live in it. Everything belongs to God. And Genesis tells us that we are created in God's image. So just like that denarius, just like that coin bears the imprint of Caesar, we bear God's image as humans, as God's children. And so Jesus is not going to give an easy one way or the other answer because Jesus is encouraging us to Think, if you can imagine. Jesus wants us to think about our relationships, our relationships with each other, our relationship with money, our relationship with God. How do we live out being God's own? Bearing the image of God just as we are. How do we live in society and honor this holy relationship that we have with God? Is that coin the most important thing to us? Is that what we worship? And if our tax money is used for something we don't agree with, how do we respond to that? Do we protest? Do we stop paying our taxes? Do we spend the money we do have in another way? Jesus is giving us choice, options. Think about your life. Think about how you spend your money. Think about how you spend your time. Think about how your words match your actions. Because everything is God's. And how do we honor that? What 
does that mean in how we live? And I don't have the answer. That's for you to think about. <laughs> Give to Caesar what is Caesar's. Give to God what is God's. And think about how we live. Thank you for listening to the Simple Worship Podcast. If you have any questions, please do not hesitate to reach out to us at universitychristian.org. If you like this sermon, please share it with others. Thanks again, and have a blessed week.